It's The Faith in Five with Keaton Gummerson. Hello, everybody. I am Keaton of Kinetic Catholic Ministries, back with another episode of The Faith in Five. I hope that you all are having an absolutely wonderful day so far. I know that I am in episode one. We talked about what the issue is as a whole um, with looking at how, how some people think that women should be ordained priests and how the church teaching, again, not my opinion, like the genuine church teaching says that, says that uh, women cannot be priests. And then in episode two, we talked about, or in part two, rather, um, we talked about kind of, kind of the history behind it, Jesus choosing the 12 apostles, how even going all the way back to early Christianity, it was, it was viewed as very bad to um, ordain women in, in some way, uh, and how it is really rooted in, in history as well. Um, so for, for part three, we're going to talk about one of the biggest counterarguments, okay? And, and here's the deal. When it comes to can women be ordained priests? I think this is probably the most common counterargument that I hear, which is, well, if Jesus were alive today, he would have chosen men and women to be his apostles. Here's the deal, though. Jesus is alive today. Jesus is not dead. Jesus is very much alive today. And this argument is presuming that the magisterium of the Catholic Church is not influenced by the Holy Spirit at all, right? Which completely negates the whole teaching of the Catholic Church. And then it also presumes that Jesus, who is very much alive today and easily influences his church, it is his church, is, is somehow sexist and, and seeing men above women rather than acknowledging that he created them and sees them as equals and values them as equals and knows that they're equals. He's Jesus. He's omniscient. He's omnipotent. That means all-knowing, all-powerful. He knows everything. Men and women are equal. There's no debate about that, but there's also no debate about the fact that women cannot be ordained priests. And that that's as simple as it is. And so I think that when you're looking at these sort of counterarguments, it's important to note that they act on assumptions that, that the Catholic Church isn't true. And that's a dangerous thing, right? Because we, we as practicing Catholics, we know the church should be true. And obvi obviously that argument, it's not going to work as well on somebody who isn't Catholic because they don't view the Catholic church to be true anyway, right? So they can still go and say, oh, it's misogynist, whatever. The reality is it is rooted in a theology of Jesus Christ's will. Um, and it's not rooted in men having authority over women or women being less than, and we're gonna and we're gonna get into later parts about Pope John Paul II and kind of him acknowledging uh, the the church's past and him lo looking toward the church's future. But it's just important to understand that that argument. And again, what I talked about yesterday, Jesus living outside of time, that idea that oh, if Jesus were alive today, things would have done different, things would have gone differently. It, it's just not true. Like Jesus Christ's plan for his church, his plan was permanent. His plan was not just, oh, it'll last during this time period, right? His plan for his church, oh my goodness, I just had a massive voice crack. His plan for his church and the Catholic church as a whole um, is, is something that lasts. And that is made so, so clear throughout scripture, throughout tradition, through what we know of the church. Now, this isn't to say that the, the every member of the church is perfect, that every church leader is perfect in everything that he does. Obviously, the, the, the church leaders, um, the, the, cl the clergy, obviously they make mistakes. Obviously they do really bad things. And this isn't to say that sexism has never existed in the Catholic church by these members. But the idea that it is somehow a reflection of the entire ideology of the Catholic church as a whole, that 
is a dangerous thing. And, and that is a presumption in if Jesus were alive today, it would have gone differently as if that has um, really any merit behind it. Um, it. It just assumes that Jesus is dead, which he's not, right? Jesus is alive today. Um, and, and he's with us physically in the Eucharist. And we as Catholics, by the way, this is a little side note, we as Catholics are the only people who have that uh, or the only people who have Jesus physically with us, which is pretty, pretty cool. So thank you all so much for listening uh, to this episode of The Faith and Five. I hope that you all are having an absolutely wonderful day so far. I know that I am the Keaton of Kinetic Catholic Ministries, and I will see you all for the next part. For more Keaton Gummerson, find him on YouTube or visit the Kinetic Catholic website at kineticministries.com.